We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Grinders, it's Chief. We're in the building. It is the morning grind. It is for Wednesday, July 26, 2023. I am not Stevie TPFL. That is not Chief. I'm Chief. That's TJ. We're back, folks. Two times this week coming in for the double header. Feels like we got rained out and had to resume the game a little bit later. TJ, what is going on, brother? Not a lot, my man. Ready to dive into this slate with you. Tim asked me to sub in, and he was like, hey, do you want to do, do the show with Chief? And I was like, I'm not going to say no to getting paid to hang out with my friend and talk about baseball. That sounds ideal. So ready to uh, dive into this slate with you. We got a small little five-gamer. We're going to be uh, in here nice, in and out nice and quick today. Yeah, man, absolutely. So for those of you that stay up late, and uh, get to catch this show, you know, right at the onset. Todd, uh, Jeff, Derek, Richie, uh, good to see you guys. We're going to be in and out of here. This is not the uh, the, the usual time frame. Uh, usually the show's about an hour. It's going to be about 30 minutes or less today because we got a small five-game slate for the main slate on DraftKings, and uh, that's kicking off with the Mets and the Yankees. We're headed out. Uh, this this is in Yankee Stadium. We've got Carlos Rodon. We've got uh, Mr. Quintana coming off the IEL. He's pitched one game. Uh, Jose is back. And uh, how do you feel about Jose today, TJ? I can't play Jose Quintana. I mean, the Yankees haven't been that great lately, but they are stronger against lefties than they are righties. Uh, and so guys like Stanton, I think are going to be interesting when we talk about bats, but I, even at five, seven, I don't think I can get to Quintana. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm not getting involved with Jose Quintana, even on this small slate, 5,700. I don't think the risk is worth the reward, even, even though the Yankees have been struggling on the other side though, we've got Carlos Rodon who when healthy is incredible. He's still not all the way back. Now the pitch count is trending towards the nineties. But we haven't really seen the strikeout upside. We're seeing him give up a lot of hits right now. 
We're seeing him also give up a lot of runs, and the Mets are coming to town. This is the Subway Series. How do you feel about Carlos Rodon today? I want to like him, but I honestly just don't think I am. The Mets, like, the, I don't think I'm going to get there. The Mets' uh, bats have picked it up back a little bit lately after struggling. Pete Alonzo has been ice cold and then went absolutely nuclear Tuesday night. Um, and so, like, this Mets team doesn't strike out all that much. And I, uh, I, I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna go with the fade. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel because on this slate. Um, like, I mean, I'll just, the elephant in the room is you got Spencer Strider against Boston. And this is a small slate. So this isn't an 8, 9, 10 gamer where the options are going to be plentiful. If Spencer Strider picks up 10 to 12 strikeouts, he's going to bury you if he doesn't give up many runs. Like, you're buried right on the on, right on the onset of this slate. So when you've got a guy like Rodon, who we know has some upside, but I think this is going to be a tough spot for him today. I'm going to take the fade as well. Uh, how are you feeling about the Mets bats? Because, look, the Mets have been a thorn in my side all, all season. I feel like every time they're in the spot to crush, they score zero runs. When they go, you know, when you're not looking for them to score runs, they score five or six. I just don't feel like the offense has been explosive enough. But Carlos Rodon is showing that he's susceptible to giving up hits and runs right now. How do you feel about the Mets? Who are you so I don't think I'm going to have any interest in playing them as a full stack, but Pete Alonso is still 4,900. That is just way too cheap. And so I think like Alonzo Lindor uh, and maybe even if Tommy Pham is able to get back in the lineup, um, a little three-man mini stack, but even a two-man mini stack, Lindor and Alonzo, I think is very interesting, but not a full stack spot for me. Yeah, I, I don't hate some of these righties. I'm with you on Alonzo. He might be the ultimate one-off play of the day um, at 4,900 uh, in Yankee Stadium. I mean, he, he might have a shot to put on a show here. Uh, you talk about Lindor at 4,800. Like, the, the, the Mets aren't really expensive. And so if you end up liking the Mets, I'm with you. I don't know about the full stack. I don't hate the mini stack. But I can see, I can see a path to a full-stack Mets lineup in a much better ballpark against a pitcher that has been giving it up. All right, on the other side here, we got the Yankees against Quintana. And uh, for me, I, I like the Yankees. Uh, they haven't been elite, but I still think Glaver Torres is one of the best, best hitters on this slate today facing Quintana. Uh, he's definitely someone I'd like to get in my lineups. How are you feeling about the Yankees? Torres, Stanton, Bader. Volpe, if he gets a good lineup spot, even Higashioka. Like, I really like this Yankees team going up against Quintana. Um, he hasn't been all that strong of a pitcher, even when he's healthy, and he's now coming in uh, off of injury. Who knows how he's going to be? Um, I'm all, I'm, I think the Yankees are among the top stacks on this slate. Yeah, absolutely. I'm in on the Yankees for sure. All right, moving right along. This is probably the, not even probably, excuse me. I miss speaking, TJ. This is the top pitcher on this slate. We've got Spencer Strider. He's going to be facing what it looks like it's going to be is Brian Bayo. Uh, how, how are we feeling about Bello today? Um, just went on a paternity list, so nothing crazy. Um, how are we feeling about Strider in Boston uh, when you look at the total on this game, I, I didn't give out the total on the last game, so I'm, I'm super sorry about that, guys. Uh, total on this game looks like it is – let me get there, let me get there. Uh, 
Come on, guys. Looks like the total's at nine and a half, ten on a couple books, but nine and a half seems to be the total. Uh, how are we feeling about this? Pretty, pretty hefty total. Uh, definitely, uh, it's, it's fairly even too. Minus one ten on both sides uh, for most of these. I think they're, I think they're overvaluing the Boston offense and 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 undervaluing the Atlanta offense against Brian Bellow, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm with you there. If you can get anything, if you can get anything close to plus money on the Braves, I think that's a phenomenal bet. Um, but Bayo is not a guy I'm going to be playing. Like I'm out. I don't need to play a pitcher against the Braves. Um, having said that, Spencer Strider is the top play on the slate. It's absolutely like you said. And I'm gonna. He's he's expensive, but I'm gonna be doing everything that I can to get to him. Yeah, same here. I don't think there's any reason for me to fade Strider today. Um, this is a small slate. Once again, and, and even on the, the previous slate when he was facing Arizona, um, the only reason that his fantasy score was so low, he gave up a ton of runs late. If he doesn't give up those runs, he's pretty much pushing almost 40 fantasy points. I, I can't see a reason uh, to fade Strider even at 12-7 today. Uh, and I'm not playing Bellow as well. Uh, for me, I, I, I am interested in the Braves. Um, I think for me, TJ, once again, we ta- I think we talked about this on the last slate. It's going to be advantageous to try to get to the bottom of the Braves lineup yet again, especially if I want to play Strider. You've got Rosario at 3,700, Ozuna at 39, Harris at 42, RC at 4K. Like Once again, these cheap Braves at the bottom are going to continue to be staples for me when I'm trying to stack this team. Yeah, absolutely. I love the back half, and it's it's lefties that you want against Bayo, and so um, I think he is a great op. Like all these back half lefties are great options, and then Matt Olson, I think, is among the top spend ups on the slate. It's going to be tough because fir- first base is really a premium position on Wednesday. Um, yeah, absolutely. You got, you got Olson, like it always is, but you got Olson, you got Alonzo. Um, one of my favorite plays on the slate that we'll get to is Bellinger, um, but at least he's outfield eligible as well. So. This is a really strong position up top for a small slate. Um, yeah. And I think uh, Olsen is, if you if you can get there, if you can afford it, he's, uh, I, from a raw point standpoint, I would go with him over Pete Alonso. Yeah, I, I like that. I think I'm leaning Alonso because I like the price more. And he does have a, a pretty good matchup hitting a better ballpark today. But I totally get it. Like, if I can get Olsen with, with some of the cheap bottom of the order breaks, I, I don't mind that at all. Um, we got a question here from Richie. Richie says, could you play Strider and a couple of Sox bats? I don't think I'm going to do that today, and, and I do get it, right? But basically, I think if, if I'm playing Strider and a couple of Sox bats, I'm almost hoping that Strider has the upside in innings one through six, and then all of a sudden I get a Boston explosion. I think that would be the thought process, but I, I don't, I don't want to take that approach today. If I'm going to play any Boston bats, they're not going to be in lineups with Strider for me. What say you, TJ? Yeah, same thing. I'm probably just going to hit the X on Boston. Like if you look at your lineup and you just love it and it has Devers and Yoshida, two low strikeout guys. I don't think it's crazy, but Strider's got a 40% strikeout rate to both sides of the plate. I'm not going to mess around with any Boston myself. Yeah, same here. Uh, I, I don't think I'm going to be playing Boston. Definitely going to be stacking the Atlanta Braves. All right, moving right along. We've got the White Sox. We've got the Chicago Cubs. Another 
inner city series. Uh, I, I love this. It's Marcus Stroman. It's Lance Lynn. And I've got my thoughts about the pricing on this. Uh, uh, total on this one is at eight and a half. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get some thoughts out on this, and I, I, I know typically we'll go with the away team first. TJ, what intern was asleep at the wheel today when they priced Lance Lynn at seventy-seven hundred on this on a five-game slate? I I don't know what happened here, but like I feel like an intern hit the wrong button. This is too cheap for Lance Lynn. Even even if the wind was blowing out, like this is too cheap. Lance Lynn has the strikeout upside. He may give up a couple runs. I don't care. I think this is too cheap for his upside. How are you feeling about Lance Lynn today? So I think there's only going to be, regardless of how many lineups I play, there's only going to be four total pitchers in my pool, and Lance Lynn is one of them. So um, it is just an absolutely a misprice. It's like you said. Now, if I was going to play some bats against the pitcher I was playing, this would be the game I would do it in. I would play a couple Cubs against Lance Lynn. Um, but I'm going to be overweight on the Cubs offense but I also do like Lance Lynn for his price. I don't like Lance yeah. Lynn for really that much where he is in his career, but at that, at this price. Yeah. You got, you got, he's, you got to have interest. He's one of the four guys I'm, I'm willing to play. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's the, that that's where I am. Like I'm not saying Lynn's elite, even his strikeout rate has been good this season. I guess what I'm saying is, the gap between him and Marcus Stroman in terms of actual upside, he's probably got more ups, pure upside than Marcus Stroman does. Marcus Stroman is just going to limit the damage and get some strikeouts. Lance Lynn could get 10 strikeouts. I'm not saying he will. I'm saying it's possible. Uh, Marcus Stroman on the other side, I know we started in reverse. I think Marcus Stroman is okay here, uh, even at 9,400. But And I, I'm emphasizing TJ okay. I don't think he's some – I don't think this is an elite spot, but I definitely think he can go out, get to six innings, maybe give up a run or two, get five or six strikeouts. Let's say four or five strikeouts and have put up a reasonable performance. How are you feeling about Marcus Stroman? Yeah, I don't think I'm going to be getting to Stroman at all, but I agree with you that it's just like if all of a sudden you build a lineup you like and you have ninety less than 10K remaining – yeah, maybe you, you just drop Strowman in there as opposed to leaving a bunch of salary on the table. Um, to me, the way Strowman gets there in like a tournament winning lineup would be if Strider, Valdez, and Lynn just all fail. And so a 16-point outing get, gets you there with Strowman. Um, personally, though, like if I was just building out a pool and running running a bunch of lineups, I don't think I'd have Strowman in my pool. Yeah, I, I, I totally get that. And we got a question here from Male Nurses Rock, too. Or maybe not a question, more of a statement. He said, I knew at this, and I feel that I really suck at this. Sir, you're not alone. Uh, when you're new, you probably do suck. And I don't mean that negatively. I mean that if you're really new to fantasy, it does take a little bit to kind of get your mind engaged into how it works. You know what I mean? Like, and, I, and I'll just kind of give you a personal story. When I was new, uh, one of the things that I did that it's, I think it's free now. It wasn't free at that point. I paid for Roto Academy. I listened to a lot of courses uh, at Roto Academy and got my brain to turn and, and kind of get involved in daily fantasy. And uh, the more I understood it, the more I understood the theory behind it, the more I understood some of the concepts the better I got. 
Um, and so, you know, you you will evolve as a player. I will say that. I was more of a single entry player when I first started, and I probably needed to be because I needed to get more sharp in terms of skill development for DFS. And then as I developed, I got a little bit more. I dipped my toe in the mass multi-entry, dipped it in a little bit more. And finally, I got good at that as well. So, uh, male nurses rock, you are not alone. Uh, we're here to help you in any way we can. But I will advocate, please, please, please utilize Roto Academy. Roto Academy is your friend. All right. Um, and TK, just to add, 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 yeah. Yeah, to add a little bit to that, um, from to, for specifically baseball, um, the way I like, I knew nothing about baseball. I knew how to play DFS. I had one in NBA and MLB, but I didn't know anything about baseball when I started playing. And I learned MLB DFS from reading Cheese's Million Dollar Musings every day. It's you ask people outside of Roto Grinders with no bias involved, and people and they'll tell you that. Dave Potts, Cheese's Goods, MLB Million Dollar Musings article is probably the best written article in all of fantasy sports. Um, and so he does such an incredible job of teaching people how to do on that. Watch the shows. But really, the biggest thing is, is as you learn, um, I agree. I think doing single entry stuff and even three entry max is the best way uh, to, to get your bearings and get better at this stuff. But expect to lose and play within your bankroll. If you have a hundred dollars deposited, probably don't play more than maximum, maximum five to ten dollars. Exactly. Every, Absolutely. Like, a Absolutely. max of ten and your main target is five. Um yeah. and just expect it you're expecting to lose and your hope is that one out of if you're playing five dollars a night, one of those 20 days you're likely gonna hit a, a tournament win. If you're doing things right, that will get you your bankroll up to $200 and you just keep, keep doing that as it goes higher and higher. Um, if you're doing the kind of thing where it's like you have a hundred bucks in there and you're playing $50 a day, um, it's going to disappear quick. You're going to have the cold streaks. It's going to disappear in two days if, yeah. if, if, if you're not seasoned. Um, and I'm with you on that. And male nurses rock. We all started somewhere. I started with $25 in a DraftKings account. And man, I didn't expect this show to go this direction, but I'm enjoying this because it is a small slate. So we can kind of talk. I started with $25 in a DraftKings account, and that thing blossomed and blossomed and blossomed over time. And then another quick story uh, that I'll share, there was a company called Fantasy Aces at the time, and they, they were going bankrupt. And I remember submitting a withdrawal there, and it took them a lot longer to get it to me, but I did get it, and I was transferring that bankroll to FanDuel. Let me tell you something, people. If I didn't get that withdrawal from Fantasy Aces, I would have had to start over from ground zero. So, um, look, man, you know, you can do this. Um, you might feel like you suck today. In a couple months, man, in a couple months' time, your mind could really be sharp. You could be one of the best players in the game. And I don't mean that uh, – I'm, I'm not speaking in fantasy terms here in terms of uh, unicorns and rainbows. I'm talking facts. If you can, if you can put the time in, you can be really good at this. All right, Chicago Cubs bats. Uh, I know you said you wanted to target Lance Lynn a little bit, and hopefully that helped you. Male nurses rock too. Uh, I know you said you want to target Lance Lynn a little bit. What are some of the bats you're looking at for the Cubs? Cody Bellinger is my favorite bat on the slate. 
um, number one overall. If I, I believe I'm on some shows, I can pretty much guarantee for those who are tuning in now, a little surprise, hit that like button while you're watching the morning grind. Even if it's not live, you're watching the next day. Cody Bellinger is going to be a Spidey bomb. Um, this is my favorite overall bat on the slate, 4,600. You can play him at first or in the outfield. I would recommend doing it on the outfield. But uh, this is also just such a cheap stack in general. Like, especially if Lance Lynn ends up chalk, I think my favorite thing that you could do on this slate is you play Strider and Valdez together. Obviously, we're burying the lead, haven't gotten to Valdez yet, but you play Strider and Valdez together. Um, both of these guys are, pri- are, are pricey, but you you make it happen with both, and you play a Cub stack against a, a likely chalky Lance Lynn um, on this small slate, and you play the lefties. You play Taukman. You play Ian Happ. You play Bellinger. Um, you throw in uh, somebody like uh, Mastro Buoni in there as well, and all of a sudden that's you got you got a four man stack. You can maybe put one other guy in there, but you don't need to. It's a small slate. And I still have over 3K remaining for the rest of my positions here. I just got to find a couple other value bats. So um, I think in like a single entry tournament approach, that would be my, my favorite way to attack this slate, actually. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. You, you are muted, Chief. I am. Thank you, sir. And I, I do like that approach. I think for me, I'm probably going to be more in the mini stack to one-off camp for the Cubs. I am with you on Bellinger, though, at 4,600. Like, Lance Lynn historically has had struggles with lefties. And, you know, th- this, is a, this is a good spot for him. So I, I like him a ton. Um, I, I don't hate Nico Horner. Like, just in general, like a guy that can get on – has a little bit of speed, so I, I don't hate him either. Is a righty, so I'm expecting Lanston to strike him out at least once in this particular spot. Uh, all right, we're, we're going to the side of the White Sox, and I'm not as interested in the White Sox uh, just because of because of the fact that um, Strowman does limit power. He does get a lot. He does induce a lot of ground balls. Throws throws the sinker 
throws the uh, the cutter a lot. Like this, this is what he's going to do to induce those ground balls. I say that I still don't hate, right? I still don't hate a one-off of uh, Luis Robert. Just so much power. Uh, if he gets a hold of the ball, it's going out of the park. All in all, though, I really don't want to play the the, uh, the White Sox today. Yeah, I'm with you 100%. If I'm running 150 lineups, I'll probably have a little bit of every team on the slate because it's only five games. But outside of Luis Roberts or maybe Eloy Jimenez, I don't see any need to play anyone else here. Yeah, absolutely. All right, moving right along. Uh, it's Texas. It's Houston. Guess what, TJ? We've got another interstate rival here and that, and that that game is actually playing today anyway or as well and uh we've got valdez we've got heaney uh how, why how, is atlanta and boston playing each other on this slate every other game fits the combined uh, narrative yeah well there georgia doesn't have another uh mlb team so there you have it uh, i think i guess we could have had uh we, we've got two teams in in san francisco where else? Oh, we could have had Miami and Tampa. That would have been great. A, Flo- a Florida matchup. But uh, mm-hmm. at any rate, how are you feeling about Heaney in this spot against Houston? Houston's playing better. Texas has been playing great. Uh, Heaney on the mound. How are you feeling about him at 6,700? Heaney's going to be one of the four pitchers in my pool um, just because the strikeout upside is there. And I'm terrified uh, against – I'm, I'm terrified about what uh, the, the Astros are likely going to do. So much like the Lance Lynn situation, I'll play Heaney, but I'm also playing Houston. I'll play Lance Lynn, but I'm also playing the Cubs. Um, and I'd want to be heavily overweight on both of those stacks because I'm playing those pitchers who are high upside, um, but also they have a very low floor because they could just get lit up. And so kind of in contrast to the, double payup option that I talked about before. I feel like most lineups are going to have a combination of either one of Strider and Valdez and then one of Lynn Heaney or maybe people taking shots somewhere else. Yeah. So that's one. Yeah. That's one of the reasons why I like going like both Strider and Valdez together, or maybe even taking a shot on like do a Heaney and Lynn lineup and stack up, uh, stack up Atlanta, get all their expensive bats, gets your, your Acuna, your Olsen, your uh, Riley in there. Um, and so yeah. I think that's another interesting thing you can do. Yeah, on a small slate, I think the pitching is going to get very interesting. Um, I don't – I'm not as interested in Frambois. Like, Texas, in my opinion, is a good offense. Uh, I definitely think this is a spot where they could continue to get off yet again or at least limit Frammer's upside. But on a five-game slate, I understand, like, you may want to make sure you have exposure. Frammer, for me, is going to be an ownership play. I I want to see where he comes in. Like, if he's coming in around 40%, I think I'm just going to go with the full fade on him today. Like, I I think that's how I'm going to approach. If he's coming in, like, in the 20s, I'll probably just try to match the field, if if that makes any sense. Um, And, yeah, and then in terms of Heaney – which I know we were talking about Heaney as well. At 6,700, I don't like him. It just feels a little bit too cheap. Like he may be a necessary evil. Like even if Heaney got 50 fantasy points, you might be able to win with that on this slate. Yeah, exactly. I'm with you there. Um, I, I'm, I'm much higher on Valdez. Like for me, I think he is going to be without a doubt my number two guy because I 
Um, and then I'm going to drop Lin and Heaney to three and four. Um, but that's just the stand I'm interested in taking on this slate because pitching is so poor yeah. that it's just like, it'll happen on occasion, but it's, it's rare. You get less than 15 from Valdez and we could have a situation where it's like, we get 30 points from Strider, 17 from Valdez and no other pitcher on this slate gets more than eight. Yeah. So I think, and this, this is, this is good discussion. I think for I think we're equally high on Strider. I think I'm a lot lower on Valdez and a lot higher on Strowman than mm-hmm. you are. Yeah. And I think that's probably like our main difference. I feel like we're pretty even on Lynn. Uh, we're probably pretty even on Heaney. Valdez and Strowman, I think, is where we're like, uh, we're teeter-totter, and I think I'm a little higher on Strowman than Valdez because of the $1,500 discount. And you're higher on Valdez probably because, once again, he's got more upside, way more upside than Strowman. Like generally speaking, so that that's I think that's good to hear both of those points because those are two things you can consider because this is a small slate. All right, how are you feeling about the Texas bats against Valdez, um, or, or how much are you valuing the skills of Valdez over the Texas offense? I feel similarly to Texas as I do, like say the White Sox. Oh, so there's okay. a couple bats here, for example, Adolis Garcia, maybe a little bit of. If like if Marcus Semyon or Josh Jung, Jonah Heim, I build a lineup and they ha- I have X amount of salary left to fit them, absolutely fantastic. I'm not going to try and change it. But outside of like mass multi entries, unless I'm playing a bunch of lineups, I don't think I get to a Texas stack. Yeah, and for me, I think I am going to get the text. Like this might be where I make my money today if it comes to fruition. I think the Texas offense may not get as much ownership on a small slate because of Valdez. And I think I can attack him with this, with this offense. They're expensive. They're hard to get overall, uh, especially if Garcia is, is back, which he should be, should continue to play. Simeon's is 5,900, uh, you know, but I can get low. I can get Heim. I can get Jung. I can get Jankowski who's playing a little bit now because of, you know, so, some guys that have been out Tavares. Grossman, I think I've got enough. And so I think I'm just going to utilize a good offense and try to attack a guy that I think is going to be high on. Once again, it's less about Valdez, Valdez's skills and more about where I think he's going to fall in the ownership spectrum, if, if that makes any sense. All right. Um, in terms of Houston, how are you feeling about them as an offense? Very highly. Um, sim- so similar to Chicago where it's, Maybe my total ownership will depend on how much ownership goes to Heaney. But me knowing that I'm only playing four pitchers and Heaney is one of them in a lot of the lineups that I'm not playing Heaney, especially the ones that I'm playing Lance Lynn, like specifically because those guys are close in price. If I'm doing one spend up and Lance Lynn, I think Houston is the perfect stack to pair with them because you get the immediate leverage. Not only do you have the Lynn versus Heaney, but you have Houston over Heaney as well. And so, yeah. um, I, I really like that combo. Um, and so I'll be playing some Heaney, but I'm also going to be running it back with a lot of Houston as well. Uh, Tucker has been hot lately. Bregman's been hot lately. McCormick's been scorching hot lately. And now they have uh, Jordan Alvarez potentially going to be back uh, in the lineup on Wednesday as well. So uh, Houston, and like I typically wouldn't want to play a guy like on his first game back from a long IL stint, but. You're on Alvarez at 5,500. 
Just like that's like we kind of forget because he's been hurt for a long time, but that's the, the equivalent of us getting Acuna or Shohei Otani at uh, fifty five hundred. Like that's yeah, absolutely really cheap, um, even in a lefty lefty matchup. Uh, so uh, shout out to our guy Brian Flores, Marie Don Yeezy in chat. Uh, we uh, shouting out the Spidey Bomb, uh, Freddie Freeman knocked just not went out of the park in that Dodgers game, and he was one of the Spidey Bombs plus four fifty on FanDuel. So make sure you're tuning in uh, to our shows tomorrow as well so we can get some good Spidey Bombs. But, yeah, I like Houston. Um, I think they're I, – I don't know how many one-offs I'll go to here just because Heaney's one of those guys where it's like you get good Heaney and he's probably going to shut him down or you get bad Heaney. You want the full stack. And so Houston yeah. will be a team I kind of want to go to in full or probably not at all. And any of those not at all lineups will be me having Heaney. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think Houston is a full stack for me also, just because, as you mentioned, the uh, the tale of two cities, the Dr. Jekyll and the Mr. Hyde of baseball. Uh, Andrew Heaney could be really good, and if he's really bad, he's going to get up four home runs. And you want those four home runs on this particular state. I can tell you that right now. So definitely stacking Houston. And look at that. We are moving. Brian says, our Braves thinking up this late. Yeah, Brian, we can't win them all, but we need to keep winning. We don't want teams nipping at our heels, uh, especially when we're one of the best offenses in baseball. Now, we're going to this game. As of right now, we got a seven-and-a-half total on this game. That may change. Uh, in the Oakland and San Francisco game, we've got Alex Wood. We've got Hogan Harris. Alex Wood, 6K. Hogan Harris, 5,300. How are you feeling about Hogan Harris against uh, the San Francisco Giants? Nope. Great. How are you feeling about Alex Wood against the Oakland Athletics? I'd be, I'm going to be interested to see if Alex Wood turns into a somewhat popular option. You know, a guy who can get up to 80 pitches, maybe five innings. He's 6K and it's only a five-game slate. But I'm not going to be one of the people going there, I don't think. Maybe if I was running 150 lineups, maybe. But I really like Oakland. And I think Oakland's like – I I want to pay up for um, – Valdez and Strider in the same lineup. And I think Oakland and the Cubs are going to be my two way Oakland Cubs and uh, the Giants are going to be my three ways of doing it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think we talked about this team and I don't think Blade hit the home run then or he did hit no or did he? Yeah, he hit one two two uh two days ago. I think Blade hit a home run. Yeah. We talked about them, you know, that outfield kind of being sneaky. Um, you know, Seth Brown didn't really get it done that day. And then we also, I think, had some – I think we might have had some Cody Thomas that day as well. He didn't really get it done. But Blade absolutely uh, uh, got it done for us. I don't hate uh, Oakland as well, especially like you said, if uh, if Alex Wood gets popular. He's not a guy that I trust anymore. Like a couple of years ago when he was with the Dodgers, he had that really good season. But all in all, he's been a guy that could get touched up some. Um, so I'm, I'm not really worried about Alex Wood. How are you feeling about uh, – uh, Oakland as an offense in general. Um, I do want to play some of these guys that I think they're cheap enough. I don't think I'm going to stack them, but I do think a couple of a couple of one-off pieces is how I'm going to handle it. Yeah, and so I, in general, I would rather just use one-offs. But having said that, just because of how cheap so many of these guys are, yeah. if I'm wanting to double pay up, like I could easily see this turning into a full stack. And it's not just because it's like, oh, I love the Oakland offense. It's more, oh, these guys are really cheap. And so 
Um, Zach, I don't even know how to pronounce his last name, Geloff or Geloff, but he's one of my favorite plays on the entire slate. Um, I think he's in the cash game consideration at second base, 3,700. Um, if Rooker is back in the lineup, he's going to be one of the people that I'm uh, going to. I'm expecting to see him back in there. Um, Blade lefty lefty, I'm totally fine with it. He's got a 196 ISO to lefties. Uh, or no, hold on, I'm sticking on righties. I got to switch that back. Whoop. Um, <laughs> but 140, it's not. Uh, it's, it's not so bad. Cody Thomas, he's been fine in a limited sample. Um, and so it's going to depend on the lineup we get. Um, see how many righties are in there and see where it stacks up. But I feel like there's a good chance you could get a lot of really, really cheap guys in there for uh, um, for Oakland. I want to see who we have projected here. Like we're projecting Loriano back. And so you can get G- Giloff at 3,700. You can get D- Jordan Diaz, who we're expecting to bat uh, uh, third, which unfortunately also is only second base eligible, but 2,300. Rooker 3K, Loriano 2.3K, Blade 2.6, Langoliers is 2.7, Diaz 2.4. Like these guys are just so cheap. I really like the idea of just filling them in to get some some other solid bats in there, like a Cody Bellinger, like a Pete Alonso, who aren't so expensive. Um, You can get those guys in with your lineups uh, alongside Strider and Valdez. Absolutely. Uh, For me, I think I think I'm interested in both sides of this game. Um, like I said, Oakland one-offs, maybe some mini stats, but San Francisco, I don't hate them either. These aren't my favorite offenses. Like I like the Mets and Yankees better than I like Oakland and San Francisco, uh, for what it's worth. Much much better ballpark. Uh, I like Atlanta a lot. Don't like Boston as much. Uh, I like Texas a lot. So these teams, I think, are just going to be fillers for me, both of these teams, and that's how I'm going to approach them. Uh, if there was one guy uh, that I was probably going to use to to maybe uh, maybe attack Hogan Harris, maybe, 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 maybe I get to Yaz if, if he's in the lineup. Like, Yaz has, has got a little bit of pop. Um, I, I probably get to uh, a little bit of Flores and Wade, but like all in all, I'm not I'm not completely stacking San Francisco. They're just kind of cheap bats to build around the other things that I want to do. Yeah, how much I'm willing to full stack will depend a lot on the lineup. If it's just a bunch of guys that we're looking at who are likely to get pinch hit for, um, then I don't really want to. The one guy who has pinch hit risk that I don't really care is Flores. I'm gonna yeah, play regardless. Yeah. The one thing that sucks is he's only first base eligible. Only. So that really lowers my interest in him. Um, he's just like exclusively like a salary saver now, just like you mentioned. Um, and so my favorite bats here are probably going to be Bailey, um, like individually be Bailey and I guess Flores. But if we see Yaz and Conforto in the lineup, um, they're going to be among my favorite bats on the slate because we know they're not going to get pinch hit for, they have huge upside even against lefties, but especially when that bullpen comes in, um, and so, and they're nice and cheap. And so they're going to be two of my favorite bats on the slate if they're in the lineup. Even if like, if you get Wade in there and any of these lefties, if they crack the lineup, I'm going to have a lot of interest in them. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Folks, we have made it to the end of the slate. It is time for the morning grind game with TJ and Chief. TJ, favorite pitcher under 8K to get six or more strikeouts. Who do you have? 
the answer is Lance Lynn, but I'm going to leave that to you. I'm going to take Andrew Heaney. I figured you were going to take Heaney. I will take Lance Lynn. Uh, favorite or, or player over 8K uh, to get 15 uh, fantasy points or less. Basically, our bust of the day. Who are you taking? I will go Brian Bayo. I'm going to take Carlos Rodon. Has not looked good. Uh, favorite hitter over 5K to hit a home run. Cody Bellinger does not make it. He's not 5K. Favorite hitter over 5K to hit a home run. Who do you have? Pete Alonzo also doesn't quite make it. Yeah, it's, it's tough today. It is. It's uh, it's tough out here in these DFS streets, and so I'm going to make it easy on myself and just say the correct answer, and it's Matt Olson. Great. I'm going Giancarlo Stanton against Carlos Quintana. Uh, favorite player under Isn't it 4K. over 5K, not exactly well, 5K. Well, well, 5K and up, 5K and up will work. Uh, favorite player under 4K uh, to pick up two hits. I'm going to go with Zach Gilaf. I like it. Give me Eddie Rosario, 3,700. Nice, nice. Yeah. Good. Yeah, absolutely. All My right, secondary so, one was Ian Happ. Okay, I can dig that. I can dig that. I don't mind that at all. All right, uh, TJ, you got anything else before we close it out? No, I think that's it. Uh, good luck to everybody on Wednesday. I, it's going to be an exciting day for me. I got a busy. I got a busy Agents of Fandom day, and then it's also going to be the final episode of secret invasion on disney plus and so i'm i'm looking forward to that and then i also just got screeners for the last three episodes of season three of the witcher uh and so i'm gonna have to breeze through those tonight and tomorrow morning so i can get a a review ready for when uh, those last three episodes drop on netflix on thursday and uh tomorrow's wednesday the 26th so uh, i will be on crunch time with uh roth and cardi All right, folks, I will see you back here at 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time for Take Your Pick'em. I am Chief. This is TJ. This has been The Morning Grind. We'll have a totally different crew here tomorrow while Stevie's on vacation, but we are here to take care of you and get you ready for each slate every single day. Thanks for joining us, folks. I'll see you later.